First off, before we begin this podcast, I just want to say thank you to everybody who's been tuning in to Morning Tai Chi at 8 a.m. We've transitioned to doing it on the weekdays from Monday through Friday, every morning on the My Metro Medicine Facebook page, and I also do it on Instagram Live in my story feed to bring you a nice, relaxing, calming, uh, stress-free Tai Chi session delivered from me every single morning during the week. So I hope that you will tune in and if you miss them, you can always follow up on YouTube to catch up with each of the lessons. So while you're stuck in your house and you think you have nothing to do, I am giving you something to do. Every morning, 8 a.m., be there with me Monday through Friday. And if you miss one, you can always go back onto YouTube during the weekends and review. And I give you some bonus lessons. We do a little workout afterwards for about five minutes. We do some abs, we do some arms, we do some meditation, some relaxation, we do some stretching. Every morning is a little bit different. So if you haven't been there yet, I'll see you at our next class. Morning Tai Chi with Justin, My Metro Medicine page, Facebook, or Instagram. See you there. And thank you for listening to the Justin Flinner Podcast. And now, this week's episode. What's up, everybody? This is Justin Flinner coming to you live from Northern Virginia with the Justin Flinner Podcast by My Metro Medicine. I'm here to remind you tonight, today, whenever you're listening, that right now, with the coronavirus lockdown here in Northern Virginia, across the country, across the globe no everything is not okay I'm not here to spread alarm I'm not here to create a worse situation that already exists than now I am simply here to discuss with you the reality of the situation right now everything is not okay it may become okay in the future but right now Everything is not okay. Right now, we have frontline healthcare workers sacrificing their health, putting their own lives on the line. We are using a lot of terms that are confrontational, like wartime, for example. We are saying that we are in a wartime because we have a frontline of healthcare workers. It is their job to do what they're doing, and at the same time, they are the ones at the front line. They didn't ask to be within this pandemic, but they did ask to be there to care for people, and they are doing their duty. So, is it okay that they're doing that? Yes. Is it okay that they are exposed to this illness? No. Is it okay that any of us are exposed to this illness? Absolutely not. So, those of us who are stuck at home, I myself am a healthcare provider. I feel completely helpless, completely helpless because I cannot provide a service that I am licensed to provide. Because outside of the people who have COVID-19, there are still people out there in the world who do have pain and aches and belly aches and stress, especially in a time like now where they're stuck at home, the one person that they should come to see is the person who can help relieve them from their stress. And I can't do that virtually. Psychologists, psychotherapists, psychoanalysts, 
They can chat with people. Social workers can chat with people. But the rest of us who do a lot of manual work, this is an area that we need to think about once this pandemic is over. How can we provide care without being present? I can still have conversations and I am more than willing to analyze your health. I am more than willing to have conversations with you to see how it is that you're coping, provide you with some advice. I have stepped up to the front line as a way to help people who are in their homes right now, who do feel helpless, who do feel overburdened, stressed by working at home, having their kids at home, playing the role of the teacher, playing the role of the parent, playing the role of the employee, all in the same house. Everything is not okay because everything is different. We are not in the same lifestyle we have had over the years of our life. We did not expect this to take place. We did not expect this to happen, but we're here. And right now, the reality of the situation is people are losing their jobs. I have someone who was having a phone conversation with another person. I was not on the line for that conversation, but they told me about it after the fact. And this person had lost their job, single, has kids at home, was, uh, was an entrepreneur, starting her own company, and had to put all of that aside. All of that aside, her kids can no longer go to school. They have to stay home with her. She lost her job, and she had to put her new business, which she was passionate about, on the side. And apply for welfare. How many millions of people now have applied for unemployment assistance? How many people have stepped up and willfully said, I don't know what to do. I have been forced to stay in my house. I want to work. I am fully capable of working. But because of the law, I have to stay home. I cannot work. None of this is okay. But every part of it is what we need to be doing right now. We need to be staying at home. We need to be social distancing. We need to be filing for unemployment. There are certain things that are happening or that haven't happened yet that we hope to have happen, like action on a federal level. But as a result, we have taken matters into the state's hands, into our own hands, to try to make the best of the situation right now. But as I mentioned, the reality of this situation is people are losing their jobs. They are signing up for welfare. Businesses are closing like crazy. They're losing money like crazy. The moment you step out of your house when this is all over, Life is going to be entirely different. We are all stuck inside, stuck inside of our homes. What if those who are in charge of our electricity, those who are in charge of our water, decide that they themselves are at risk and do not wish to go to work anymore? 
They do not wish to monitor the electricity and the water and the utilities that we use on a daily basis. What if your internet was cut off? We have people out there on the front lines who are not the same people that you and I are thinking of, such as the healthcare workers. We have delivery people. We have USPS, the Postal Service, bringing you mail every day. We have Amazon, UPS, FedEx, deliveries, DHL. We got people sending packages across the world. The moment you order something on Amazon doesn't mean that it's okay, I don't have to leave my house. Someone else does. The factory worker does. The delivery person does. We are creating a trail. We must learn to limit the things that we are using in our very own homes. So again, I remind you, when you leave your home, when you leave your house after this pandemic is maybe not necessarily over, but it, in a controlled enough state that we are all able to leave our homes and get back to somewhat of a state of normalcy, you will be a different person. Why? because the people in your community are going to be different people. They may not have a house. The house next to you might have to file for bankruptcy. The business that you frequent, that you frequented before the pandemic, may not be open anymore. That little eatery across the street from your workplace might be shut down, might be closed. I hope not. I hope that these businesses can still thrive. I hope they have found ways to continue their business through these difficult times. And for them, it's beyond difficult. For the healthcare workers, it's not difficult. Number one, it's their duty, and many of them know that and hold themselves to that. But number two, it's dangerous. And as I mentioned in the beginning, we are using the term wartime. I don't agree with that completely because if this were a wartime, then we could all enlist in the military and serve in the military to defend our country. Can you enlist in the military and help your country now? Perhaps, but are you gonna get to the front lines within a week? Probably not. Are you fighting in the same way that we did back in the day in any of the wars in the past that were really a wartime? No, you cannot. You have been confined to your house by the order of the government to not go out, to not put other people at risk, to not put you at risk or the people in your home at risk. You have been asked to stay home. So is this a wartime? Perhaps, but not the same type of wartime that you and I are used to thinking of. You're stuck at home. I can't help people. You can't help people. We can volunteer. You can go up to New York and say, I'm ready, I'm willing. You can do that by all means. Just remember the fact that the, using the term wartime is very different from actually being at war. And furthermore, if this were a wartime, then you tell me, where is the entire Trump support base? And why aren't they stepping forward to join in the fight? Again, we're all stuck at home. And that's, for some people, an excuse. For others, it's a reality. 
you have been told to stay at home. And if you come out and you're doing something you're not supposed to, you can be fined. Pretty hefty fine. In some states, you can actually go to prison. Nobody wants that. So the safest bet is to just stay at home and allow those on the front lines to actually take care of this. So wartime, front line, all of these terms make it sound as though any of us can step forward. But that is not a reality. Grocery store workers. Grocery store workers are sacrificing their own health. Your garbage company is sacrificing their employees' health. UPS already mentioned, USPS, FedEx, Amazon, all these delivery workers are sacrificing their health. They're the logistical support for us right now, and we need it. We cannot survive without some assistance. Healthcare workers are the soldiers, and we are so desperate for these soldiers that we needed to pull some of them out of retirement. We are running low on resources, and resources being the workers. We need more people who can step to the front lines. And most likely, the people that are coming out of retirement are the ones who are at most risk of contracting this disease. And in fact, I just finished reading an article this evening that says someone who came out of retirement just died due to the coronavirus. So they are putting their lives on the line willfully. And we are forever grateful for this to help protect society, help protect the local communities, the states, the countries, the entire world to keep this from spreading beyond where it is right now. And that's why it is our duty to stay home, to perform social distancing, to stay in, in our own homes and not go out unless it is absolutely necessary. So again, I'm not here to bring a negative message to cause more fear, to create more suffering and panicking in our community, but we must understand the reality of the situation, that it is not okay. This current situation is not okay. It is different. It is changing, it is evolving, and eventually things will return to somewhat of a normal, but it will be a new normal. You will not walk out of your house. For example, in the state of Virginia, it is until June 10th that the current lockdown is scheduled until, or, is, or has been ordered until, but June 10th, if you walk out of your house, or June 11th, your life is going to be completely different. Do not expect to go back to the same life you had. Everyone's lives are affected. Everyone. The IMF, the head of the IMF, has recently stated that we are in a recession that goes well beyond the global financial crisis. We are in a very difficult time right now. Our economy, not just our health, our economy is suffering. That's why the leaders of this country are saying and pushing to reopen our country, to reopen the doors. Is that a wise decision? No, absolutely not. Health is more important than anything else in your life. It's kind of like the self-defense classes that I taught in the past. I said, are you more concerned about your life or are you more concerned about your purse? 
Which one's more important to you? Please answer that question. Then you understand what you need to do in a self-defense situation. So, health, economy. They're both important, but which one is more important? Which one's more finite? Obviously, life. Our life is more important, and it is not okay to be in the situation we are in right now, but we're in it, and it's different, and your life is going to be very different. The reality that you live in after this is all over is going to be completely different from the reality that you were in before this even started. Thanksgiving of last year in 2019, how was your life? Thanksgiving of 2020, how do you think your life's going to be? Isn't that an eye-opener? So what can we do right now to make sure that we are not living in a state of fear, a state of panic? Well, the only thing that we can do right now is to seize this particular moment, right now. Seize it in the best way that we know how, or even to be creative as possible so that we can make ultimately lemonade out of this gigantic lemon that's in our lives right now. So how are you making lemonade in your life right now? How are you making the best out of this situation? Again, remember, it is not okay, but you've been given a giant lemon. What are you going to do with it? It's up to you to determine that at the end of all of this, everything will be a new okay. Everything will be a new reality. You can ride it out, but how are you riding it out? Is the journey is the journey one that is under your control? Or are you just waiting and listening and hoping that at the end of all of this, your life will be quote unquote, back to normal? I'll say it again. It's not gonna be because it's gonna be a new normal. It's gonna be a new okay. Right now, everything is not okay because everything is different. So let me close on more of a positive note and say that I really do wish that all of you are making the best of your time right now at home, making lemonade out of the lemons that have been given to you. Because this is a moment in our life that we will never forget. This is a moment in time where the children who are born right now during this time, that they will grow up in a very different situation and be nurtured in a very different way than we ever were life is going to be different from here on out and that's a good thing that's a good thing because right now you get to decide how it's going to be you are stuck in your house how many of you out there who have a job when you're at your job when you were at your job before the pandemic started and you were told to stay home how many of you constantly thought I would so like to be at home right now. I would so like to be at home, resting on my sofa, watching Netflix with a drink in my hand and my feet up on the coffee table, just relaxing. Well, guess what? You can do that right now for two months. Seriously. It's April 4th right now. Looking at my computer. It's April 4th, 10.34 p.m. I have until June 10th to keep my feet up on my coffee table. There is gonna be a butt mark in my sofa from me sitting there for so long. 
all right? And probably you too. So make the best out of the situation. Make lemonade out of the lemons. We get to determine how the outcome of this is going to be. The federal government does not get to determine how your life is going to be. Your local and state government do not get to determine how your life is going to be. It is completely up to you. So I challenge you to make sure that when this pandemic is over, that it is not okay because it will be a new, okay, a new reality, a new life for you, for your family, for your friends, for everyone around you. But you must, I implore you, you must start right now. And on that note, this podcast is over. I'm Justin Flinner, and this is the Justin Flinner Podcast coming to you live from Northern Virginia. Thank you all for tuning in. And as always, during the coronavirus lockdown, stay healthy, stay happy, and stay home. And I'll see you every morning at 8 a.m. during the week, Monday through Friday, for a morning Tai Chi with me, live on MyMitcher Medicine, Eastern Standard Time. I'll see you there. Take it easy, everybody. Talk to you next time. This podcast is brought to you by MyMentor Medicine, an organization that is dedicated to helping people improve their lives by learning to empower themselves and take control of their own life. Any form of reproduction or distribution of this podcast is strictly prohibited. Should you have any questions on using this podcast or information that is contained within this podcast, please write to info at mymetromedicine.com.